this is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I am Molly Gamble, Vice President Editorial, and today I'm spending time with Paul Hiltz. Paul is the President and CEO of NCH Healthcare System based in Naples, Florida. Paul, welcome, and thank you so much for being my guest today. Where does the podcast find you? Oh, good afternoon, Molly. I'm in Naples today. For people not familiar with Naples, Florida, it's on the southwest coast in a very beautiful area of Florida. I was actually fortunate enough to spend some time in Naples this past winter, spring, uh, a nice respite from the Midwest winter, Paul. So um, it was a a beautiful trip and visit. I I really enjoyed the scenery. It is. It's a great community, too, and a very very generous community and a great uh, place to to be working in healthcare. Pretty much so. Well, let's learn more about that. You know, for listeners who may be less familiar with NCH Healthcare, can you share a couple key facts or insights that would help them better appreciate and understand your perspective today? Absolutely. Uh, NCH is a unique thing, we think, in America. We're on our way to becoming what we call an advanced community healthcare system. And uh, what does that mean? It means that we want to remain an independent, locally governed health system. And we're going to focus in on quality and advancing quality through key partnerships, partnerships uh, like the Hospital for Special Surgery out of New York, uh, Nicholas Children's, uh, Encompass Rehabilitation uh, Hospitals, and uh, partners that can really help us advance a quality agenda here for the residents of Southwest Florida. And I understand, too, a major component of the annual strategic plan at NCH right now is physician integration, ensuring physician voices and perspectives are heard and driving the system forward into that vision you just described of being an advanced community healthcare system, Paul. Can you talk about what this looks like? What are some specific initiatives that are supporting this big aim? Sure. Uh, one of the main pillars of our strategic plan right now is physician integration. And it represents the voice of the physicians to drive initiatives that are going to further the mission, vision, and values of this organization. So I think as leaders in healthcare, we have to really spend a lot of time uh, creating an environment where physicians and other providers really enjoy practicing medicine, enjoy taking care of patients. So we've spent uh, a fair amount of time recruiting in great physician leaders, Uh, giving them the tools uh, and equipment to provide great care. And we really want to make this a place where uh, practicing medicine is fun. So important. I mean, especially over the past couple of years, Paul, have you seen these trends, not not even exclusively in healthcare, but just more broadly of quiet quitting, uh, the great resignation, of course. So to get back to making sure work is enjoyable and bringing people joy, and so many people and physicians especially talk about the bedside time with patients, how much that fulfills them, and that's really why they went into practicing medicine. So it's really great to see that this is so front and center for your organization right now. Um, Have you done any work or is there any initiative in play specifically toward physician wellness? 
There's a lot of emphasis on the physician wellness. We uh, we survey doctors frequently, talk to doctors, and really listen to doctors. And one of the things that's been interesting this year is that our physician leaders really determined the need for some type of an innovative physician leadership program to uh, to enhance their effectiveness and their collaboration and communication and ability to work as teams. So with our medical staff, we co-created a leadership uh, program for physicians, and it's really unique, and it's um, it's used, it, it uses the uh, Gallup's uh, strength finders or strength-based uh, approach, and uh, the reaction from the doctors has really been uh, strong. We have almost 50 doctors enrolled in the program, which is a, an eight-month program, but we're about a third of the way through it, and really the feedback has been has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's great. I know just last week I saw a story, I believe it was in Harvard Business Review, about primary care physicians and the integral role they play in our healthcare system, but how often it can take some extra encouragement because they might be reluctant to take on bigger leadership roles in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just goes to show your point about how these formal educational opportunities and structures can really go a long way because sometimes people might feel, feel whether it's imposter syndrome or they're not sure they're cut out for it. They might question their own abilities when really you see great potential and great need for their leadership. I think you're exactly right. And you mentioned Harvard. We are using the Harvard Managed Mentor uh, online tools as part of our leadership program. But we are also injecting doctors into a lot of the, the business problems we're trying to solve here with, with some great results, actually. And, um, and we went through a conversion to Epic, and the doctors have been very much involved in that. We had a great conversion there. And uh, we're taking, trying to take clinical waste out of the system and trying to, again, make this a place that doctors enjoy coming to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let's zoom out a little bit too, Paul, because you are in such an interesting part of the country. I wanted to touch on a couple things that I think are unique to Naples that our listeners might find interesting. One is the housing crisis. You know, other areas of the country can sympathize and understand this challenge, um, especially for areas that are high with tourism, um, snowboard, snowbirds, excuse me. But the housing crisis in the area of Naples, it's been a really important contributing factor to the workforce constrictions facing your system, um, resulting in longer wait times, other downstream effects. Can you tell us more about the housing market in your area and the consequences this is having on the health system? Well, the housing issue here is um, significant, and it was actually exacerbated by Hurricane Ian last um, September, too, which destroyed a lot of homes and made things even more acute for us. But we have a number of different initiatives that we're, we're undertaking now to address that. Uh, during this last year with, with the hurricane and so forth, we did um, lease out a part of a, of a hotel where we created affordable housing for our workforce here near both of our hospitals. Uh, there's been a recent uh, bill uh, passed here in Florida by Senator Pasadomo called Live Local, and it's going to offer developers tax incentives to produce, create affordable workforce housing. So that will also help. And we've got a number of initiatives we're looking at on properties we own to help 
address this housing crisis for our, our workforce because it's we think it's going to be a, a long-standing issue. It has been a long-standing issue, and we're going to have to get creative with partners to other businesses to help address this. And the leased out hotel space, was that meant for full-time employees or was it something that you used for contract labor? Can you talk a little bit more about the strategy behind that? Yeah, the lease originally started as being the, for more of the seasonal, but one of the things that we're finding here in this last year, Molly, is that we are going to have more full-time residents and therefore more full-time employees. So we think that this uh, notion of subleasing or leasing out uh, hotels and apartments will be kind of a permanent thing for us as we work to uh, make this a great place to be an employee too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, and some of those full-time residents might be taking up what has become a craze in the U.S., and that is pickleball. I mean, this might seem lighthearted to touch on with you, Paul, but it's been coming up in business reporting, um, including that from some of the big insurers. I, I wanted to get your take on this. United Healthcare last month said an increase in joint replacements contributed to rising costs for the health insurer and in a market rich with retirees and, and pickleballers. What have you seen at NCH in terms of joint replacement trends and patterns? Is there any link between that activity and then also joint replacement volumes? This is the pickleball capital of the United States here in Naples, and it's a it's a great sport. We love all the participation. And to answer your question, yes, the orthopedic volume in general, both sports medicine and joint replacements, is on the increase here in Naples. One of the reasons that we decided to form a strategic partnership with the Hospital for Special Surgery is that they are the number one orthopedic hospital in the country, and we're going to create one of the top destinations for orthopedic care in the United States here in conjunction with HSS. So to your point, we think that this trend of pickleball, tennis, and other activities and and what comes along with that is uh, is going to be here with us for a long time, and we're going to be in a position now to uh, take care of those patients at a level um, that will be the best in the United States. Can you talk more about the partnership with HHS? Because you're right. I mean, esteemed in orthopedic care, but also I understand Florida is a big destination among New Yorkers. Can you talk about why this makes such a great fit and then also how, how does it play out? Is Are you doing second opinions via HHS, HSS, um, teleconsults? What are some of the finer prints of how this partnership plays out? Yeah, the partnership with HSS is, is going to be sort of twofold. On the one hand, they are going to manage our orthopedic service line, what we just recently named Dr. David Helfit, who's one of the outstanding orthopedic surgeons in America. He will be uh, moving to Naples, Florida and leading all things orthopedic in our health system. And as a part of that, we're gonna be con begin construction in August on a brand new state-of-the-art orthopedic center, which will include inpatient orthopedic rooms, as well as an ambulatory surgery center uh, that will be doing, a, it'll be a joint venture with HSS and NCH. So world-class orthopedic care, we've already recruited several surgeons who trained at HSS who will be full-time here in Naples, and we continue to build out that team with local doctors who are interested in that 
kind of care and with uh, doctors who trained in, in the leading orthopedic centers in America. That's great. Thank you, Paul. And, you know, now we've touched in on, on Naples specifically, I wanted to all zoom back out. And if we can, I, I'm always curious about this question. You know, so many of the challenges that are facing health systems and its leaders are relatively constant, really important, but they play out over long stretches of time. I'm curious to stay fresh and to stay with you. Is there anything new or emerging on your radar that you find is demanding more and more of your attention or time as of late? You know, the thing that I find in, in today just coming out of COVID that I think is going to be the theme is really going to be the workforce engagement and developing a pipeline of healthcare workers, new ones, but also re-engaging doctors, nurses, and other clinicians in the work. And I think to do that, we have to get really good at listening to the providers and then trying to eliminate the uh, the friction points, the things that really just drag doctors down. I, I still think the doctors I'm talking to on a day-to-day -day basis are still passionate about taking care of patients. I think they're just frustrated with all of the bureaucracy and all the impediments uh, put in front of them uh, that, that take away from patient care. So I'm I'm really passionate about creating a work environment where healthcare providers really look forward to coming to work and taking care of patients. Mm -hmm. and that perspective is so important because you see at the national level, the conversation is often focused on the deficit of workers, those who are missing, those that we need to get to a healthy baseline for access. But to your point, Paul, if we're not talking about those who are still working and with us and in the system reporting to their, their duties, and making sure those experiences are going as swimmingly as possible for them, that's a really important part of the equation that might be undertended to. I believe so. And I think we've got to start maybe looking outside of our industry a little bit. I just recently took a trip up to Chick-fil-A headquarters in Atlanta to look at how they engage and train their workforce. Um, I also went over and visited some folks at the Atlanta Falcons and, and uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium up in Atlanta because they have the number one fan experience in the NFL. So we're trying to look at other industries to see what we can learn to engage our workforce, to satisfy our workforce, and therefore create an experience for the patient that will be second to none. Did anything, did any key takeaway or surprise really stand out to you most in those visits? Well, the theme at both of those companies is, is really what we just talked about a minute ago. They're trying to just eliminate the friction points of uh, whether it's coming to a football game or coming to a fast food restaurant. Uh, how do we make the experience as easy as possible for the consumer? And how do we broaden our mission a little bit more and, and think about creating just an experience not for one thing you know we want to take great care of the patient when they're sick but we also want to take care of the entire experience from the appointment scheduling to the final bill how do we make that something that is uh is somewhat enjoyable for the for the consumer or the patient mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well pause there anything we haven't touched on yet that we'd be remiss not to make mention of well, you know, one thing that, that we're really excited about here is the 
teaching aspect of what we're doing as an advanced community health system. We now have, if you can believe this, up about 80 residents that we're training in conjunction with the Mayo Clinic here. So very excited for our interns, our fellows, and uh, the teaching and training is going to be, I think, a vital part of, of healthcare going forward. And we're in it in a big, big way. And we're going to combine that with doing some clinical trials and other kinds of research to engage and excite these young uh, doctors and young clinicians. Well, this has been a delight. I'm so happy we were able to get some time to check in with you at NCH Healthcare System on its way to becoming an advanced community healthcare system. So many different strategic initiatives in play to support that mission. I, I want to wish you continued success throughout the rest of this year in, in driving that home. And I think we'll stay in touch and continue to keep abreast of the progress that's unfolding at your, your organization. Molly, thanks so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.